Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Asherman, I need you to start this episode. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like I need to paint a picture for Don't paint a picture. RUA, RUA listeners. Leave me be. I just, no, let me paint this picture for you. First of all, Taryn and I stayed out. And by out, I mean up. <laughs> Late. I was like out. That makes it sound like we had an adventurous night. <laughs> yeah. We, we just stayed up talked. late having a sparkling conversation yes. with a dear friend of mine, with my sister. And I didn't go to bed till three o'clock. Mm-hmm. I woke up at eight. I'm exhausted today. I'm pooped. I'm exhausted. It is a Saturday. It is 5 p.m. on a Saturday. Mm-hmm. And is I'm just. Five? Yeah. How? I'm just going to say it's taking everything in me to be here right now talking to you. Because all I want to do is go to bed. <laughs> well, I was in bed and someone woke me up from my nap. Can I say that we agreed on four and I went and on an hour walk? We said we can even do six like later. No, so we didn't. I felt free. No, don't lie. I said four and you were like, so four or after? I was like, a little after four. Mark, I will you do me a favor and roll the music <laughs> right now and just cut this girl she off? Hates Thank when you. She's wrong. Da, da, da. Or wait, how was it? Just stop. Hi guys, welcome back to Unsolicited Advice. Hello. I'm Ashley. That I'm is Taryn. Taryn's in I a funky say my mood. Own name. Taryn's in a bad mood. She's <laughs> tired. It's funny because my bad moods are still delightful. I walked into her room <laughs> while she was still in bed, and I was like, "Taryn, Taryn, Renee," and all I hear is. <laughs> And I opened the door and she sprawled across her bed and I was like, time to record. And she goes, <laughs> no language. And I did no not English. help set up at all, but I went downstairs and got a Red Bull, it's which okay. honestly is probably the best use of my time. Yeah. You can clean hopefully up. it'll give me some life. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I set up, so I feel like it's fair that you clean up. Is this not a 50, 50 podcast, Taryn? Ah, do your part fine hi guys welcome to to our stupid podcast (laughs) where we're just some stupid friends if you don't know we're friends we're roommates and this is our day-to-day this is how we we interact on a day-to-day basis yes very 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 true um i'm excited though because why is that, where was I going with this? I have no oh, idea. Like today feels like a weekend and I feel mm-hmm. like we usually record during the day. What? I don't, <laughs> during I'm the trying week? to track with you here, but you're making it very difficult. We usually record our episodes during the week. Yes. Weekdays. So it feels more like we're recording our podcast and we're doing our daily things. Mm-hmm. And then this is like a Saturday. Like she said, we both have just been in our element. So it feels like a vacation-y episode yeah. to me. You know I'm what like, I mean? am I in the Bahamas right now? Where yeah. are we? I don't even recognize this room. And everyone listening is like, well, that's great for you, but it still is Monday for me. <laughs> and I still am on my way to work, so shush. It's okay. The weekend's around the corner, and yeah. that's what we're here to tell you. Um, well, I have a uh, very fun tearing it up. Okay. Um, and I'm just going to dive right into it because yeah. I thought it was cute and funny. And I feel like you'll laugh at, you'll laugh at it. Cool. Um, <clears throat> I want to say the title. I think I'm going to say the title. Say the title. I'm going to say the title. Do the title. Why the F did I get hit with a baseball? I'm playing tennis. What? A tearing it up. <laughs> Great title. It sounds about right. Great title. Sounds about right. Sold. Sunk. Took it. I was like, I need to read this. She writes, hey girls, this story happened to me years ago when I was in seventh grade and I still laugh about it to this day, so I thought I'd share. She adds, anonymous, please. Okay. (laughs) Your wish is our command. Before we start the story, you're going to need a little description of the scenery. At my middle school, the tennis courts and the baseball field were very, very close to each other. And the only thing separating them is a very tall chain link fence. I was on the JV doubles tennis team and I was playing against a double from the varsity team. If my teammate and I won, we could take our opponent's spots on the varsity team. Whoa, the challenge. I've never heard of that. I've never heard of that either. I love that. I love it, but I also 
I bet it was very vicious. That's a lot to risk of like, because everyone who's played sports knows like there are some days you just don't perform. Right, right, right. So if you happen to have just like an off day and then you're just taken off the team. Interesting. Interesting. Wow. Um, So yeah, so uh, continuing. So this was a pretty intense match for us. While we were playing, there was a baseball game going on on the other side of the fence. My teammate and I were beating the varsity girls greatly, and all I had to do was score one more point to win. I was so focused, it was my turn to serve. I get my tennis racket up in the air, and I'm ready to serve when all of a sudden I hear people screaming, heads, heads, watch out. I look around, and I don't see any balls coming towards me, and then it was as if someone punched me as hard as they possibly could right on the top of my head. Oof. The baseball had gone straight over the tall chain link fence and I didn't even see it when I was looking around because it was falling perfectly above me. My eyes immediately started watering and my head started throbbing. I tried my best not to cry because now all of the people from the baseball field and the rest of the tennis courts were looking at me. I told everyone I was fine and I served the ball. I won. And as soon as my mom picked me up, I cried and cried because of the pain. It was insane. Yeah. Turns out I had a concussion (laughs) and the next day at school, I had a lump on my head. I love telling the story and I hope you guys liked it too. Keep doing what you're doing. Love anonymous. Dang dude. I feel like we need to take a moment and just be like this. This doesn't even feel like a tearing it up. You're a freaking hero. She served and won with a concussion. Yeah. You're a super, you're like a Marvel character. But that's, dude, when you are in athletics, like you have that savage mentality. Whereas Jeez. like in normal life, if someone smacked me with a hard object, I would be done for the oh. day. Oh. But in a game. I would cancel my plans get, for the foreseeable week. No. Like I'd be like, oh, yeah. I got hit with a ball. But in a game, you're like, okay, shake it off. Like go up again. I get the shake it off. The like I get it. I do. I've been hit. But I'd be like, there's no way something's not wrong right now. Oh, no. You know, you I'd just like, pretend. <laughs> you just pretend floor. you don't. You don't know. I'd hit the yeah, floor. I've definitely been hit on the head. I've been hit in the face. I've been hit in the body. I got hit in the mouth. Yeah. Lost we a know, tooth. Ash. We know. RIP my face. <laughs> you don't know what we're talking about. You have to listen to all of our episodes to find the story. <laughs> find the hidden gem that is And that is our savagery. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to be that coach. I'm going to yeah. be like, oh, you want that? Oh, you <laughs> want it? it? Figure it out on your own. Prove it. Anyways. Uh, anonymous, thank Great you for times. sharing. Yes, Great story. So Great sorry. story. Great story. You know what's the worst of getting hit in the head with a ball? Like a hard one like that is... It like your teeth get like, like everything about your head is just feels like it like mushes together. It's oh the worst. my God. Oh, my teeth. The teeth. worst. To this day, one of my worst fears is tripping and falling and hitting my tooth. Ash, we know. No, you don't. Everyone knows. They don't know. They've, you you know. You know, but they don't know. We've talked about this and we're trying to make them Whatever. find it themselves. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. <laughs> okay. I'm going to go. Oh, Okay. <laughs> Because I want to. Fine. My Red Bull's kicking in. Okay. Thank God. Shush. I'm when I delight. say it took her forever to get here, it took her can forever we, to get can here. We, can we tell the difference, though, <laughs> between when I'm grumpy and you're grumpy? <laughs> <laughs> if roles were reversed, oh, it would be me. And if I started the episode and I was like, let me paint a picture, <laughs> I'd be like, Ashley is comatose. I would look at her. I'd be like, I'm going to kill you. She's not speaking. And I will be doing the remainder of the episode (laughs) by myself. Today's episode is brought to you by Book of the Month. If you guys have not heard of Book of the Month, where have you been hiding? Me and Ash are both on the journey of trying to be readers. She's definitely there. I'm on my baby steps way there. So obviously we were so pumped to partner with Book of the Month because their mission is to help readers discover new books they love and to promote the work of emerging authors. And guys, they literally make it so easy to decide which book to read next. Each month, the editorial team reads through hundreds of new titles. They pick the five to seven of the best new books for you to choose from. All the books are good, so you cannot go wrong. 
and they offer great prices on new release hardcover fiction, much cheaper than other options. Shipping is always free, and it's super fun. Books are delivered in a bright blue box. A fun app to pick your book and track reading process is available, and they have reading challenges with rewards. My December read was so epic. It was called Butcher and Blackbird. And let me just read the little sentence they give you that totally sold me. Serial killers need love too. Don't take our word for it. Read this biting, steamy, and edgy murderers to lovers tale. Like, come on. Like, it totally sold me. If you guys would like to check out Book of the Month, just head on over to bookofthemonth.com to pick a book and join Book of the Month. For a limited time, you can join and get the first book for just $5. Just use code unsolicited. Again, that's bookofthemonth.com, code unsolicited. Happy reading. Hello, everyone. It's Taryn and Ashley from Unsolicited Advice. And if you want to listen to our show without ads, you can now. Just go to unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com or click the link in the episode description and you can get a one-week preview of the ad-free version for free. You'll get ad-free listening to the show. You can listen on almost any podcasting app and you'll be supporting our show too. That's unsolicitedadvice.supercast.com. Um, so this story is titled being hit by a car ruined my dating life. Oof. I know. I was like, what? What? <laughs> yes. Um, making sure. Yes. Okay. Hey, Ash and Taryn. My name is Sydney and I am so excited to finally be writing to y'all because I have been listening since day one. Cute. Day one. We love you. Each episode has meant so much to me and was things I needed to hear. And y'all both feel like my older sisters that I've always wished I had. Oh, <laughs> honored. I needed honestly. that today. I did. Uh, this is a crazy story that can get kind of long. So I'm going to try to shorten it in case you get a chance to read this. For a little backstory, when I was in high school, I dated my first boyfriend and we dated for almost three years. So we went to both proms, both graduations and nearly all of high school. When we broke up, I went to college and I dated my next boyfriend and we dated nearly two years. He broke things off with me randomly over the phone the summer before my junior year. I was about to transfer to a new school where, where I knew no one, so this breakup was pretty hard for me. A few months later, I had heard from my now ex-boyfriend a few times but decided I needed to move on and I was able to start going on some dates again, but nothing serious came from any of it. I dated a handful of different people from one date to probably three dates. Then in January 2020, I dated one guy for about a month, which seemed to be going well until it wasn't. And by that, I mean a month into us dating, he stood me up on Valentine's Day for no reason. Oh. That is like standing cool. anyone up is just in itself. Oh, not ideal. No, I mean, no. Not, no. not wanted. It tells a lot about the character. Yeah. We don't have time for that. If you stand someone up on their birthday or in a freaking calendar holiday, like that's next level. And the holiday that is for love. You're evil. You're evil. You're evil. You're evil. About a week after that, on February 26, 2020, I was biking back to my apartment from my class on campus when I was hit by a car, an SUV-sized car. Oh, what happened was the car was pulling out of a parking lot and trying to pull out going the wrong way on a one-way street to go past the median in the road. We all know those drivers. Yeah. You know where you're like, yeah. you're literally coming in my lane to like yeah. get into the jack-in-the-box? Like, chill yeah, out, yeah. bro. Yeah, yeah. The driver was a 90-something-year-old man who did not see me, and when he hit me, he got scared, but instead of hitting the brake, he hit the gas again on accident, and this is what threw me into the road. I spent the day in the hospital and had bruised bones in both knees, a severe concussion, bruising all over, and a chipped tooth. Although no broken bones, which was a huge blessing. Shocked. I know. And honestly, I was like, wait, how? Um, now a year later, I am doing well and I am back healthy and almost back to 100% physically as well. 
That leads me into my new dating issue. Dating has been hard this past year with my accident, making it hard for me to walk for a few months and then COVID affecting it too. On top of both those things, in October 2020, my high school boyfriend and good friend passed away suddenly, which was the first person close to me that I have lost and the first funeral I have ever been to. So that was a lot for me to try and process on top of everything. Though now that I feel ready to start dating, I am worried I have to tell a future boyfriend about this accident in my past year and more. Before my accident, I had already struggled with anxiety and have been to many therapists and finally am seeing one weekly who I really like. I've been diagnosed with generalized anxiety disorder, panic disorder, depression, social anxiety, OCD, and now I have to add PTSD to that list. It has become very hard for me to walk in parking lots or across busy streets since my accident, which so valid, so. so valid. I did not like taking medication for my anxiety because I truly felt it made it worse rather than better. But something that has helped me is my emotional support animal. Cute. Who has lived with me in every dorm the last three years. She is now a trained service dog to detect the difference in my breathing for my panic disorder. Oh, I know. I have tried to tell people about my mental health and my dog, but most do not truly understand. And I have even had guys not believe me or laugh the conversation off. Ew. I, yeah. Do you have any advice on how to start dating again and how to bring this up while dating? Even when talking to friends or people I've met, I'm not too sure how to bring up my mental health if necessary. I want to find a good Christian guy, but that hasn't that's been easier said than done. Mm-hmm. Thank, girl, girl. Thank you for taking the time to read this letter and give me some advice. It truly means the world to me. Maybe there are other people who suffer with mental health or a trauma situation like this who are also unsure how to navigate dating. Sincerely, Sydney. Sydney. <sighs> Whoa. Yeah, that's, that's a, a lot. lot. It's a lot. And I think like there are so many different things that I'm hearing like throughout it. So it's, it always, it's always crazy to me because you guys will write in these scenarios. Right. And Mm -hmm. it's always like, you can tell by the end and not necessarily here, but a lot of times like you guys will like downplay your situation or be Mm -hmm. like, well, if you have time or if it like is this or whatever you think. And I always am left like reading these things and being like, Oh my gosh. Like, Everyone is going through so much right now. Mm-hmm. And I mean, always, like we all go through seasons of stuff, but this is a lot. Like not only like strip away this past year, you've already been dealing with like mental health stuff, which is a very big, big thing to deal with. And it's very serious and needs attention and love. And then on top of that, quarantine in itself breakups this accident that caused Mm -hmm. trauma and now trying to what it sounds like it's coming down to is you're now feeling this need to like package it in a pretty package to present to other people which like I don't think you need to do Mm -mm. you know yeah one of the first things I I feel like there's a lot to talk about but one of the first things that hit me in my head while you were reading her story was that um, if these are all from what I'm going off of the information I know, like first dates, very new, like within the first like few dates, they don't need to know. No, I personally would hope that you don't feel any pressure to say something you're not ready to say to yeah. someone you've just met. Obviously, if you want to yeah. then go for it. Yeah. But I hope no one's making you feel pressured. It's and I hope choice. you're not pressuring yeah. yourself or feeling like you have to because I, they, you don't owe that to anyone who isn't personally invested in your life. Yeah. You know, I think that's something we always need to remember. Mm-hmm. Like we are in control of our narrative, right? So mm-hmm. we're in control of what we share with people, what we don't, when we share things with people. And so I think even though it sounds like that's your desire to get to a place where you can share that, um, it's important to rem- remember that that still is your choice and mm-hmm. it helps it to feel more like manageable in a way. Yeah. And I don't know. I mean, I see, I like am one of those weird people who is just really open about myself. I mean, if you've listened to this podcast at all, you, I'm sure you're like, wow, she just says 
whatever she's thinking. And mm-hmm. I, I don't know like exactly how that came to be, but I think like I've, I found this realization of we're the only ones that make things scary in our heads sometimes. And sometimes I, I will think about like when my friends will share something with me, like if one of my friends were to be like, Hey, like I've been struggling with, like I've been gaining weight and I've been dealing with some like depression stuff with my body. I immediately am always like, Oh my gosh. Like, first of all, thank you for sharing. Like, what can I do? Like, you're beautiful. Like, let me remind you who you are. And, and then sometimes like I'll step back and be like, so why am I so scared to share that with other people? Yeah. Because if they love me, their reaction should be the same. Right. Yeah. And I think there, there's something came and I think it too is with working with kids who have developmental delays. Like I was always telling the parents, like, it's okay for us to just be okay with where we're at. Like, I don't think we should try to hide the fact that your child is in speech therapy. Like, have him excited about it. And if his friends are like, why do you talk like that? Give him answers to be able to be like, oh, I go to speech therapy and I love it and we play games. Like, instead of it being this shameful thing. thing. Yeah, so I think the more that you start to become stop seeing all these things as flaws that you have that you're ashamed and you have to let someone know so they can make a choice if they're in your life or not Mm -hmm. and see it as like these are pieces of who I am and I'm not ashamed of it and I don't feel the need to hide it so I'm letting you know because if you want to get to know me you have to know that this is where I'm at right now yeah and what's really interesting is if you guys listen to the podcast enough you'll know I'm an extremely private person Mm-hmm. And it takes me a really long time to feel comfortable mm-hmm. telling someone anything about my life, um, especially stuff that I feel insecure about or that I'm ashamed of or that I have fear and anxiety around. Um, and it might take me five to eight dates before I say something that is very yeah. personal to me. Mm-hmm. And both are fine. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with how Taryn does it. There's Fully. nothing wrong with how I do it. She gets to do whatever she's comfortable with. I get to do whatever mm-hmm. I'm comfortable with because this is my story. Exactly. And no one can tell my story like exactly. I can. And if I choose to wait till the 10th date to yep. say, hey, guess what? I got some issues. Yeah, yeah And I'm yeah. working on it, but yeah. I'm still a mess right now. But I'm going to be fine. Yeah. I'm going to figure it out. But right yeah. now, it's kind of scary. Like, um, Then I want to wait till the 10th date. And there's yes. nothing wrong with that. Fully. So I, that's what I, hopefully that's what I, you, I want to make it clear. That's what I meant to say in the beginning by that. I hope you're not oh, pressuring yeah. yourself. Does that make sense? Yeah. Oh my God. It makes total sense. And I think that it ultimately comes down to like how you're personally feeling mm-hmm. about your own things you're going with. And the guy that you just happen mm-hmm. to be sitting across from at the time. Yeah. Like you could go out on a couple of days and be like, I don't think he would respond very well. Yeah, yeah. I don't think I'm going to tell him. Yeah. Or you could sit down on a first date, dive straight mm-hmm. into the deepest conversation, yep. and you can be like, you know what? I'm going to trust him with this because oh, totally. I'm, I'm fully feeling it. Yeah. Yeah. But I do think, I do think like you, you should take the dating part out of it because I think right now it feels so big because you're like, okay, I want to start dating. So, oh my gosh, I have to tell someone all this thing. And that's what I mean by it's almost like you're snowballing everything into one. But I think you should become, take some time to like love on yourself and be okay with who you are. Mm -hmm. And then from there, it becomes more of a, not a like, oh, let me tell you all these things so you can make a choice if you want to deal with me or not. You should never look at it like that. It's whoever ends up in your life should feel honored to be in your life and it's a privilege to love you. So you need to know that for yourself though first. Yeah. And there's a total difference, right? Okay, Ash, if we're on a date, right? Mm -hmm. And I'm like, hey, just so you know, I, I'm, I'm dealing with depression. I have this, I have this, I also have this. And I, I just want you to know, like, I'm, I'm also going through this. So like, if you, I understand, like, if you don't want to talk to me anymore, I just want to let you know, 
Right. Yeah. Or if I came to you and I was like, yeah, no, I'm super passionate about mental health. Like I'm personally still, you know, going through stuff. Like I have different things I'm dealing with and like Mm -hmm. got a couple diagnoses. So I'm in therapy Mm -hmm. and like, I'm really passionate about it and I'm excited just seeing the progress and like getting the chance to like work on myself. And like, I also went through like this crazy thing and like I got in a car accident or a car got hit by a car, blah, 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 blah. Um, but like I'm pumped because like I think every day is a new chance to like grow. Yeah. Then I guarantee you're going to be like, you got hit by a car. Like, yeah. And, and it's going to start a conversation. Yeah. But like, do you feel the difference? Oh, because it's what huge, I present. Huge, huge yeah. difference. And I think what it comes down to, like Taryn said, is this this lack of shame that exactly. comes with it. And as far as like practical tools for how to get to that lack of shame confidence when speaking that way. Um, I personally, I get overwhelmed with the thought of saying something big. Taryn knows this and I have to usually like break it down and make it a very casual (laughs) thing, but it's taken a lot of practice. So what I would do is I would start seeking out random people, close people in your life, complete strangers at the grocery store maybe. And just like, if the opportunity presents itself, then I would just casually be like, oh yeah, man, I've been depressed all this last year. I don't know about you. And just start practicing the casualness of the conversation. I think you'd be surprised to see how many people, especially with the mental health, obviously the hit by a car thing is a rare situation, Yeah, but the mental health, there's a lot of people struggling with it who would love to talk about it too. Yeah. Also like there's something so like inviting and connecting of like, I think even us, right? Like there's been times where like I'll share something with you and then you'll share something back because I just created this like open open atmosphere. So people, I think people are tired of the like shallow, no like fake conversations. Yeah. So I think like you'll, I think you'll be surprised if you sit with your friends and you're like, Hey guys, like, I'm going to be honest, this year has been really rough and I've been kind of going through some stuff and I care about you guys. And I also think like, you know, I want to make sure like I have a support system. So I'd love to like share with you what's been going on with me and then just talk to them. And I would not be surprised if your friends start saying like, Hey, like I've actually also been going through stuff. And you know what I mean? It creates like an intimacy and relationship when you share that stuff. So, um, I definitely think you shouldn't be afraid to bring it up, especially now. Like when I was younger, no one talked about mental health. Mm. Like no one talked, which is crazy. Cause like, I'm not that old, but like it, mental health is something that's so talked about now. And so I think it is the perfect time to just embrace who you are and not be afraid to share that. A hundred percent. But you got this. Yep. Start. Here's your task list. Sit with yourself and your own diagnosis, your own um, situations in your life, and make sure that you are not ashamed of yourself and putting things on yourself. From there, practice how you want to say it because it's your story. You're in control mm-hmm. of whether you say it, how you say it. Then start to open up to your friends and then start to date, just date and have it be casual. And when it feels right, then you say it, but I can't I think, wait for when that happens for oh you. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I think first you need to, you need to change the narrative that you're saying to yourself about, yeah. Oh my gosh, I have all this baggage. I have to tell someone and it needs to be like, I'm a freaking strong person uh-huh. who is able to be amazing and carry all this. Yeah. Like these are my dumbbells. These are my yeah. weights. <laughs> I can bench press any one of you because I got to carry this all day. You know what I mean? Like you got to embrace who you are. And I mean, you're getting help and you're like doing stuff and you're going to help a lot of people even by just writing in today. So yeah, I can just, I can just picture if that were me, like, and I finally say it to like a random guy that I'm, I just met, you know, (laughs) I would sit there and be like, wait, can I take a moment to just appreciate that? I just told you that yeah. you have no idea how long it's taken me to say this. Yeah. I'm going to be like, drinks on me. She, she's all, just, I'll be right back. I need to go FaceTime all my best friends and tell them what I just said. I need to go call all my friends and tell them I did it. Yeah. Yeah. No, He's I like, love it. what is going on right now? 
Well, thank you so much, Sydney, for writing in. You got this. We're sending a virtual hug. And I really feel like this next year is going to be amazing. You're going to crush it. I'm manifesting that for Uh you. Same. As I finish my Red Bull and I have wings. <laughs> She's about to fly away, guys. I got wings. She's um, going to float off. I also feel like I was stuttering a lot, but I think it's because like my body's like The jittering. adrenaline, the, yeah. the caffeine's coursing through your veins yeah. now. It's coursing. Okay. Coursing. Your turn. <laughs> <laughs> I can't. Okay. All right, guys. Mice time. Mice time? Mice time? You do? It's, I haven't had a sip of Red Bull, but I also am stuttering. Okay. My turn. This is uh, the story I chose. The uh, You know what? I'm not going to say the title. I'm just going to dive in. Like it gives away too much. Oh. Okay. Um, yeah, here we go. Hello, Taryn and Ashley. Hi. First of all, I all caps love your podcast. Aww. I've been watching you on YouTube for years now, but I've only recently started listening to the podcast. I've been missing out, but I've been binging your episodes and I listened to both of your October series and I'm obsessed. I love this. I think it's funny. So my friend Alex was like binging our episodes, right? Uh And she was like, I, she texted me one day and she was like, I'm literally crying because it was us right before COVID talking about our hopes for the year. Oh shoot. We really did. Like, we really yeah. did do like a dreams, goals, and aspirations she was episode. Like, you guys were talking about like how excited you were to like kill the year, and yeah. and then like cut to now where we're like, <laughs> I put on pants. I, <laughs> I had a. I feel like I've had multiple conversations with multiple people who all said that they thought 2020 was their year. I really. I really thought it was. Yeah. I thought I was going to get a man. Mother Earth <laughs> I said. I thought I was going to be organized you and <laughs> disciplined. <laughs> nope. She writes, anyways, I'd like to stay anonymous, even though you can read my name. And I desperately need advice on my relationship. So me and my boyfriend have been together for over two years now. He's super close to my family and has always been from the very start. It was so amazing in the beginning and around seven months or so, we moved into an apartment together. And after that, we ended up buying a house together because our relationship was getting so serious. Wow. Even though we weren't married um, and we also got a dog together, which hello. That's the the biggest commitment. I was, I'm like, once that's there. It's a life. It's a child. Yeah, it is. It's a child. Literally, mine has her paws on me right now. Well, fast forward around two-ish years in, and we started arguing a lot because there's a lack of communication. We never really argued in the beginning, and that's why it's become a problem later in the relationship. He's always telling me I need to get better at explaining how I feel and at communicating in general. I'm waiting for Taryn to just like look over at me. (laughs) I'm not. uh, I can feel it. I'm not. I was not thinking about that, I promise. I'll tell you what I was thinking about later. Okay. (laughs) Mind you, I have pretty bad social anxiety, and when we're arguing, I all caps completely shut down, and it's very hard for me to express how I'm feeling, especially when things get heated. I tend to not talk at all, and when I do, it takes just a few minutes before I can get anything out. He tells me he's tired of it, and it's not getting any better. I've told him I have anxiety, and it can be hard for me to talk at all sometimes, and he tells me to, quote, just figure it out and get better, and that I'm old enough to know how to fix it. We'll put a you pin know in that phrase. We'll put a I pin. Was, I, was, I was, like, very much like, okay, like, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to help this guy out by, like, giving her advice, but then that statement kind of pissed me off, yeah, yeah, and now yeah. my mama bear got triggered, and now I'm, like, not really on your side, bro. <laughs> <laughs> like, I just switch. Pin in that. We're coming back to that. Well, I don't know how to fix it, and he doesn't even try to help me. He tells me when we talk, there should be a flow of both of us talking, which there should be, but it's mostly long pauses and hardly any conversations. He also said that he has a little resentment towards me because this has been going on for a long time and things haven't gotten any better. I thought a million times that I need to see professional help because I've had social anxiety for years and it's not getting any better, but I also have anxiety seeing a therapist. She puts in parentheses, imagine that. (laughs) Wait, she has social anxiety, but the idea of seeing a therapist stresses her out okay 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 yes, yes, i got it got yes, it got yes. it 
continuing. We're at a point where we have little conversations and both of our tempers are at an all-time high. Mm -hmm. We even thought about breaking things off, but that's hard because we have a house together now. I feel like we barely have good days anymore. And when we do, it's so rare. We both really love each other and I really want to get better for our relationship and for myself. I don't know what to do. And since I've been listening to you guys, I thought I'd seek out some advice from the best people out there that happen to give advice. Wow. So should I seek professional help? Any advice you'd give, I'd be grateful for. Even reading this would make me so happy. I love you guys. And I love your advice you give to others. I can't wait to listen to your future episodes. Anonymous. Love our anonymous squad. Speaking of, have you purchased your anonymous merch? <laughs> just kidding. We still have some. We still have had some. I'm wearing my hat. I'm if just you watch kidding. on YouTube. I'm just, that was a joke. Like, I mean, sure, buy it, but like, I know. We, we love a good joke. Yeah, yeah. We're in the comedy yeah, category. We are because we're funny. <laughs> okay. Wow. Okay. <sighs> this is a great, Ash. This, this is, a, is great a great one story. for us to tackle yeah, together. Because. The reason I said my comment to Taryn, which you guys probably already know this if you're here and you've listened to a lot of episodes already, Taryn is a great communicator, maybe even an over communicator. (laughs) I am a quiet, shy, don't know how to express myself kind of person. Our relationship has taken a lot of work, Mm -hmm. a lot of work where Taryn has been like, can you just look at me? Can you just tell me? how you feel do you care for me at all and if we do get in fights what do you what normally happens what do I do complete like complete completely shut down down because I'm so uncomfortable yeah and I genuinely I really want to emphasize this for the listeners who are are good at communicating words do not come to my head like I would love to talk but I have nothing to draw from like I completely blank out yeah which is exactly how I think anonymous yeah reacts which is interesting and which I don't think a lot of people I feel like you should elaborate a little more on that because I think I think a lot of people I mean luckily yeah I am an over communicator but I also am a very like I will feel what you feel and I try to understand it so when I watch you shut down like my heart breaks and I'm like shoot like how do I navigate this yeah but for someone who is more like him I was gonna say you've you're good at that though it seems like he's like oh really like you're shut down like it's a cop out Mm -hmm. so I feel like even that I think it's hard because when you are in that state nobody knows how that feels Except you. Yeah. And I think, I think the shutting down, the quote shutting down is something that can be perceived if, if the person doesn't understand the depth of what shutdown means. Um, I think it can be perceived as almost like throwing a tantrum, like, oh, I'm giving you the silent treatment. Yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. I, I, I can't think of, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about yeah. this. Sounds like you don't want to get involved in this conversation. Holy. So I will give him the benefit of the doubt that like if he, if you haven't straight up completely told him, which I think you have to a degree, but if you haven't told him how shutting down, what shutting down feels like for you, then maybe he's thinking you're just being like quote lazy and not doing your Mm -hmm. part. And I could see him being upset about Mm -hmm. that. Yeah. Because that is, if that were your true intention to Mm -hmm. be like, then that's messed up. I don't care enough about you or this conversation to talk to you so hurtful yeah but that's not the case it's not because you've clearly talked to him a yeah. few times about it or have at least tried to <laughs> yeah and I think what I think the problem is he has become not like callous or immune but this is kind of what I experienced in my relationship to towards the end was like the the issue that broke us was the fact that he stopped caring. Mm -hmm. Like when you're, when you're in a relationship and you're fighting and you're struggling with stuff, the other person's supposed to have a little bit of empathy to be like, wow, you're struggling. I'm sorry. Can I help you? Let's get through this together. Yeah. When the person stops caring and is just like, wow, again, you're crying again. You're shutting me off again. This is annoying. You should be better. Like the stupid stuff he said. Yeah that's that's a bigger issue to me than anything and so I think this is definitely something that needs to like it's go time like you gotta we gotta do something yeah I I I think not only because you've dated for a long period of time Mm -hmm. but because you live together 
and you share your lives so intimately together. I think we're at a point, just judging off of what you've told us, where I think you do need to do something. Yeah. I would suggest couples therapy. Yeah. Because I feel like he needs to see and understand you because he's looking at you as you have your issues and yeah. you need to take care of it. But that's the complete opposite of what a relationship is. Yeah. The relationship is you are supposed to like love each other where they're at and help each other through thick and thin. Yeah. And if he's saying like you, what did he say? Just figure it out and get better. I didn't like that. You're too old. <laughs> and this. that he's, yeah, she's yeah, too yeah, old like and that. should know how to fix it. I don't like that. Uh, that's a no. No. That's a no for me. Not at all, actually. And I, I don't think he understands the situation. So if you, I think if this is to have any kind of growth and and uh, if this relationship is to prosper, I think he needs to be brought into the situation that you're in mm-hmm. so that he can fully see that. And I think you need to allow him to see that before any decisions get made about like breaking up or staying together. Like he needs to see you. You need to allow him to see that you are trying, but you need to let him see like what it's like for you and that there's nothing, there's nothing wrong with being a timid person and that you're trying, you know? Well, also I'm wondering because I know with us, I love how it always comes to like us comparing ourselves as to these like couples. Well, because we are basically each other's so single person. Um, but with us, it wasn't like, honestly, we didn't really have issues until we started living together. Right. Because, Which I'm sure that's when their issues yeah, started happening and too. I, that's what I'm saying. Cause like for you being like her, where it's like, you're more, you need your times to like reset and like pull away and stuff. Mm-hmm. I wasn't as much aware of that when I just would see you because you would be excited to see me and then you were able to leave and reset when you needed to. And I think the reason we are so healthy is because we both like want to change and you also have like the world's most like I will cut through any shell and like get to the bottom and like want to communicate, which is Mm -hmm. I'm sure annoying as hell at times, but also creates like good conversations and if imagine if I was like him yeah well I was gonna say like it it, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna like pretend it's hard work like conversations deep dark deep dark what deep dark (laughs) hello darkness deep heavy conversations I just had this conversation with someone else recently yeah some people thrive off of communicating yeah having these heavy conversations I do but only for a short period of time yeah 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 then I'm exhausted. Yeah. Like, I don't know about you, but like I told you, I, we all had dinner and was like hanging out with a friend of my sister. Yeah. We talked like heavy conversation for hours. Thrived. I loved it. Yeah. I'm dead today. (laughs) Dead today. Yeah. And I, I don't mean like, oh, I'm tired. I didn't get enough sleep. Like like you're emotionally dead today. Yeah. This is all I can do. This podcast mm-hmm. is all I can do today. And then I'm, I'm going to go watch a show. And, zone <laughs> and then out. I need five hours from you. <laughs> like, like, but I, like, I hope, I hope I'm like articulating this clearly. Yeah, Some people thrive off of communication and conversation and I can, but it is taxing to yeah. me. I have to separate to refill my soul before I can dive back in again. Yeah. And it's important for people to know and acknowledge that and to realize like, if you're different, you're different. Yeah, that's fine. Which it sounds like you guys are just different. But what is worrying me about what you're saying is how much of it is on you. Because Mm -hmm. then I know like when I was in, not, not a similar situation, but what I alluded to before, I remember how exhausting that was because not only was I sad because we're in these fights like he's mad at me he's whatever so I have that type of emotional exchange but then when I leave then I'm upset at myself because I'm like why are you like this like why can't you just talk to him or why can't you just do this I'm I'm assuming these are the thoughts you're saying like why can't you just like tell him how you feel like why did you just sit there in silence like why couldn't you just say it and I'm sure like you even said like when you're in that place you can't yeah and I can't imagine what that feels and the inner dialogue that's going on in your head of like first of all all the stuff you wish you could say but also just being upset with yourself it's more like if I could paint help paint a picture for maybe how anonymous feels um it's more of like I know how I feel like if, if look, me and Taryn get a fight, I know I'm angry. 
I cannot art- articulate to you yeah. why, how, or explain to you my yeah. side at all. I know that I'm furious and I want to like tell you. Yeah. Words are gone. I can't think of it. Same yeah, thing if I'm super sad about something, if someone if I'm broken up with and I'm like broken up over a guy or yeah. something terrible happens and I'm upset, all I know is I'm sad and I don't know how to like verbally process that out it's loud. It's almost like your emotion is like I, it's it's almost for me at least I'm, and I'm assuming anonymous, it's almost like a paralyzing thing yeah. where I have to sit with it for a while before I know how yeah. I feel. And I've always been that way. And I think I'm getting better. And I think I, I have, because of people like Taryn in my life, me, me and my sister, like other friends, family members, I have been challenged to talk more on the spot and I've got, I've gotten a lot better, but I'll never be yeah. At Taryn's place. And that's totally fine. Yeah. And I think the problem, like Taryn said, I completely agree with her is that he's putting this all, he's taking all of this and your guys's relationship issues and putting it all on you when it's never like that. It's, it's always 50-50. I think like on my honest to God opinion, like girl, you just need to, counseling is such a beautiful thing. It's wonderful. And I don't want to, I'm not undermining your fear of it. That's valid. You have like if you feel anxious about it, you have fear that's valid. But I think people misunderstand what counseling is meant to be. It's meant to be this safe space that is literally the stranger. So there's no judgment there. Every You could tell them the weirdest thing and they would look at it as like, wow, that's very intriguing. Like, And they start to dissect like what they can help you find out through why you feel the way you do, what led you there. And literally the whole goal of counseling, like in all of my courses, it was about how do you like ask intriguing questions, create a space to where people are able to like find their own self-realization, right? It's not this like weird hippie mumbo jumbo or someone that's going to yell at you or tell you you're wrong or whatever. Like, and that's why it's important to find a therapist that has the right style for you. But it is such a beautiful thing. And I think if you are feeling like stuck and like you can't get out of what you're going through and you want someone to help you with tools on how to communicate, I think it's a beautiful thing. And I think you would be surprised how much you would actually enjoy it. Yeah. I also think you and your boyfriend need to sit down and come. I mean, me and Ashley, how many times have we talked about this on the Mm -hmm. podcast? Like are like oh, you told me you need this and I told you I need this. So now when this happens, you do this and I know that means this. Like you need to sit and be like, okay, first of all, think to yourself, if my boyfriend gets mad at me, what is my ideal thing I want him to say? Mm -hmm. Do I want him to acknowledge it or do I want him to tell me later? Do I want him to text me what he's feeling? Do I want him to just say it? Do I want him to wait till we get home? Like find out in your mind, like what would help you if he did certain things and then also what you need to be able to say or do and then sit with him when you guys are not in a fight. I cannot stress this enough. We always say it when you're happy, when you're having a good day, sit and be like, Hey, I hear you when you say like communication has been hard and I want you to know, like, I'm really sorry that it's hard for you, but like, I also want you to understand how hard it is for me and how much of a thing it is that I think about all the time and be like, I would love for us to strategize and come up with game plans. Mm-hmm. Um, like when you, when I'm quiet and then like what Ash just said, like explain to him that and be like, when I shut down, this is exactly like what's going on in my head and mind and let him describe to you how it makes him feel and like talk about it in a strategic way, not an emotional or like accusatory way, but just Mm -hmm. like talk it through and come up with game plans. And the next time you guys fight, even like make a little joke out of it. Like, okay, ready? Like plan A, remember, like let's go through the list. Like let's try to communicate. And I think you'd be surprised how much, I don't know, like it won't be as big. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I think something you can come up with, which this is obviously just off the top of my head and you would get a much more better plan with a therapist yeah um but like even like a some kind of like timeout situation where like mm-hmm. he's able to express to you how he feels and he's frustrated and then you guys both agree on a 15 minute break 
where yep. you guys separate and you're able to sit there and process your feelings. Like if you just need a little bit of time before you can figure out how you feel, then he should be able to give you yeah. that so that you guys can then meet back up yes. with your prepared statement on how you feel about and that topic. It's perfect. That's perfect. We've actually done that before where I asked you it's, like, Hey, like, fine. do you want to talk about it now? And you've told me like, I don't, I don't want to talk about it right now, but we can talk tonight. Yeah. And even though in the moment I'm like, oh, but I want to talk. I respected yeah. that you needed space. Yeah. Just like I knew you were going to respect telling me what you felt yes. later when it was the right time. Yes. So it's, it's all about that give and go. Mm -hmm. And like, if he knows going into it, like if, if when you guys start, if you can say like, Hey, I need, I need some time. Like, give yeah. me whatever it is. Give me a 10 minute time to process. And then I would love to talk to you about this. I, I think you'll be surprised. Like if you guys find the right rhythm, how much that will help. Yeah. I, I think, think you're so, so too. smart. I think that's a perfect. Yeah. I, I think that's something that your therapist could help mm -hmm. you with also with much better options, but that, that's something that I know I would need. And I feel like me yeah. and you anonymous are very similar. Yeah. <laughs> Did you write this out? <laughs> Surprise. This is my She's story. Terry, and I just want to remind you that sometimes I need, sometimes space. I need a break. <laughs> I need a break. Yeah. Anonymous. Thank you so much for writing in. Um, I personally resonated with a, yeah. a whole lot of mm -hmm. that email and, um, I know a lot of other people did too. So thank you for yes. writing, for writing yes. us. And we've made it once again to the end of another fantastic unsolicited advice episode. Thank you We're for just joining us. Solving all the world's problems. Yes, we are. Welcome. You know, one unprofessional to another. To another. <laughs> Why I'm are nailing you talking? I don't know, but my, like that? that's like a great voice. It's, I mean, you're right? it's doing great. It's oh, just thanks. a little creepy. Oh, I, that's not what I was going for. Oh, no. So I'm so sorry. Oh, no. I'm going to question No, I'm everything. sorry. Gonna question everything. <laughs> Shall we end it with the dad joke? Yes, we're gonna end it with two. Oh, love that. What did the fish say when he swam into a wall? He said Fish eyeball? No. Is that your guess? I don't know. I was thinking out loud. You can't hold that against me. You ready? Yeah. Damn. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. <laughs> Of course. Where else? Down. What other wall would they run into? <laughs> Dang it. Get okay, ready. What do you call a bee with a quiet buzz? <laughs> She's just mouthing things. A bumble. Bumble. <laughs> I don't know. Tell me. A mumblebee. Dang it. <laughs> she said a, a bumble. <laughs> guys um, I really hope you appreciate the dad jokes because we we really appreciate the dad jokes I'm gonna be really jokes. honest I don't care if you do oh so the dad joke because portion is strictly I, for Taryn Renee and no one else I love it enough for all of us I love it enough to carry all of us through so even if you hate it and you've already left and I'm talking to myself Taryn I love you oh my god this one goes it's this one's for you, baby boo. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, um, shoot. Follow us on the socials. We have yes. socials. Watch mm -hmm. us on YouTube. Get a hat. Uh, get, get a, a mug. Get a mug. They're available for you. And uh, yeah, that's all I have to say today. Yes. Me too. This is a great. Episode. This is a great episode. Uh, Ash, I love you. Love you. And I love, love all of you guys. Have a great day. Bye. Bye.